0: For the first time ever, Bold Movers and Shakers was shot on location, and it includes wonderful sounds from the Midway of Hunter Mountain Skyway Resort. So pardon the extra sounds, the cheers. Those have nothing to do with our interview, which was very spontaneous, shot in the woods with Tibor Spitz. It was a wonderful afternoon, and Bob, the president of Veterans, honored for his glory. A nonprofit organization is the organizer, once again, of God and Country Veterans Living History event this event will be held on november 2nd 2019 and it truly is a don't miss opportunity for you to hear stories from the trenches of the war torn realities of world war ii it's not to miss visit godandcountryny.com and see the show notes for further details on how to obtain your tickets or call bob at 845-629-2864 (laughs) <laughs> no. Just, you have an amazing event coming up And I would like very much for you to introduce that to the, to the
1: listeners Well, the event's called God and Country Veterans Living History Event I know it's a long title, but uh, it's all about living history right? yes. uh, We all grew up going to school and we read through the books And you know, no matter what part of history you, you gravitated to it, it was always past, you, you didn't have anything real Couldn't touch it, couldn't hear it, couldn't feel it You couldn't get necessarily the emotion that you could get from someone live. And the reason why we put this program together is that our veterans who gave us this country, you know, all from from the start from the Revolutionary War, it, it was just an amazing country that we live in. So I thought it was an opportunity to grab what's living left. You know, I'm not so worried about what's in the books. I'm worried about who's here today to tell about it the real story, the truth, what they went through, gives us an attachment, an emotional attachment to these guys that you read about in the books. And uh, so we try to bring the most, we try to front load the event with as many World War II veterans as we can, uh, because obviously they're the ones dying off the fastest, and, and uh, the stories are just amazing. Uh, and then we work our way through Korea, Vietnam, and, and Iraq and Afghanistan, and, Every story, a lot of the stories are the same. They've gone through hell, but it's different. Um, I it know just something about the World War II veterans. It just those stories are just you know I have they, this ex- this spellbound
0: this expression, Bob. That uh, stories change lives, and stories of lives changed mm-hmm. make all the difference in the lives today. Because if we can look back by listening and feeling what it is that they went through, our depth of appreciation can 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 only grow for what we have now because it was hard one and it was a difficult time for people that will never know. What you're bringing to the forefront with with this event and their stories
1: is so special. It's very emotional, Uh, I can guarantee you that anybody that comes to this event will leave much more emotionally enriched uh, than they ever thought of. Uh, I can tell you one example last year when we had Edie Meeks uh, speaking, she's a Vietnam nurse and she first, uh, basically, she finished her speech. It was kind of a, a straight-on speech. It was good. It was nice. Um, but it was, you couldn't get that connection, emotional connection yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we opened it to questions, and as soon as the first question came out, all of a sudden it unlocked her yes, her mind and her emotions. And then all of a sudden it just came flowing out, and, and the rest of her, and she kept talking for another 20 minutes, and all of a sudden became my boys these are my boys that i took care of it wasn't she wasn't talking so much like that in the beginning but then her emotions came out and and after everything was done at the end of the day the people that were there just like this this story was really messed up really right. mm, i can only
0: imagine
1: yeah and it, it, it really gets you because i want to bring the emotion out to the people that know what these these veterans went through when you leave this 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 event you'll have a much better understanding of why these people did what they did and what they did for us. Um keeping our country free, uh, preserving our way of life. You know, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus Christ. He's my Lord and Savior. And these guys fought under that emotion. You know, yeah, there were some atheists, but the old saying is, "There's no atheist in a foxhole." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the first thing we say when we get hurt: "Oh God!" You know. And you know, and, 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 you know <laughs> <laughs> more times than not, I, when I hear these stories from these veterans, it's—they bring their faith out. They're, they're very adamant about it. They, they wouldn't make it through without it. Mm, indeed, yeah. indeed. And, and then moving forward, what is this going to be—a roving event? Well, what it is is—it's it's, it's November second, Saturday, November second. All right. Uh, and it's gonna be at the Best Western Hotel in Kingston, New York. And we start at 8.15 in the morning and we'll be finished by 3.45 with a break for lunch. Okay. and The hotel puts on a beautiful, hot huh, buffet lunch. Okay. You can't miss it. And, uh, and then the dinner is gonna be very emotional. Uh, also, we've got, uh, that starts at 6 to 6.30 is social hour, and then at 6.30 to about 9, 9.30 is the dinner. We have the Kingston High School Choir coming to perform. There's 55 students, nice. and they will fill the room up, and they're going to start the evening off with a Star-Spangled Banner. In fact, they're probably going to oh, sing my. all three stanzas, they said. Uh, they've got like nine songs they're going to sing, Amazing Grace, uh, the Battle Hymn of the Republic, uh, and some other songs. Oh, boy. And it's really going to start the evening off, oh, very emotional. And mm. then we have uh, uh, Roseanne Sarita, who will be performing later in the show. She just uh, co-wrote a veteran song called American Baby that's uh, done very well right now. She's got a, She's quite a uh, well-known uh, artist uh, in, in the uh, Hudson Valley. So we're pretty excited about that. And then uh, we also will have our veteran speakers there, obviously, and we're honoring all our veterans that evening. But what's really exciting is, is the lineup that we've been able to put together is that for, to come here in the daytime and hear these, these real stories, right from the heart. Uh, I mean, these guys are willing to tell their story. There's still a lot of even World War II veterans out there that won't even, can't even get to that point. They can't even talk about it. And these guys went through all that hell, and they're willing to talk about it. They can get it off their chest, and, you know, we've got a lineup that's, you know, we got Jack Holder, who is a Pearl Harbor survivor. And his story is, is amazing in its own right. He he survived the bombing of Pearl Harbor. In fact, him and four other men they were on Ford Island, and they jumped into an open sewer ditch that was being worked on. And uh, the Jap came right through and strafed him right through the ditch. And he could see the eyes and the face of that pilot. That's unbelievable. Wow. And they survived that, that 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 time and it's strafing, and then uh, after that, his unit was sent over to Midway in May of 42, and his PBY unit was uh, the ones that went up and discovered the Japanese at the Battle of Midway. So he was involved in that, and then he had a torpedo on the the PBY, and they dropped it, and they sunk a Japanese sub at the battle. So it's, it's just an amazing story in its own right. In fact, him and Hank Kudzik, who was at our event two years ago, they're going to be uh, in Hollywood right after our event. They have to be out there by Tuesday uh, for the opening of the movie Midway that's coming out. And they, were, they wanted them there because the survivors of the Battle of Midway, and they're going to give them the red carpet rollout. <laughs> that's awesome. What's the website? Uh, the website is, uh, we do have a great website. Um, it's www.godandcountryny.com, and that's the word A-N-D spelled out. Godandcountryny.com. And for tickets, you can call uh, you can call me at 845-629-2864. Again, it's 845-629-2864. You can buy tickets on Eventbrite. You can get that off our website also, or just go on Eventbrite. and punch in God and Country Veterans the history event. Uh, the tickets are very, very reasonable. They're $25 for adults for the daytime event, uh, $20 for veterans, and $15 for students. We're encouraging students and adults and veterans to come to this event. It's all our, this is only half our program. The, um, let, me, let me just finish the list here, and then I can back up what we're doing on Friday. The uh, next lecture we have is a Bataan death march survivor. There's only about 10 living right now. And it's an amazing story to hear about them. They they were basically the sacrificial lambs uh, for the war. Um, And that's unfortunate, that's the way it went. And uh, their story is just unbelievable. And then when they come home, the story was told, kept quiet by MacArthur. They couldn't talk about it for over 50 years. Um, They got no benefits. So it was really a rough rough time for these guys. And nobody, the people don't really understand that, know that, they don't really know that they fought for four months. Uh, and that changed the course of the, the war in the Pacific. Wow. Uh, that whole war would have been totally different if it was for them holding off the Japanese because they were going to invade Australia and they kept them from doing that. Wow. So it's, it's a huge part, but they don't really... Nobody really gives them the credit for that. So we're going to have a real real veteran that was there. He's going to be here to tell his story. I mean, it's just incredible. <laughs> and then we have uh, Tom Rice, uh, 101st Airborne, uh, paratrooper in Jopton D-Day. He jumped into Market Garden. He jumped into, uh, well, he, he fought in Bastogne. He fought all through the Ziegler's Nest. He was wounded. Uh, in fact, he was the one that uh, just dropped in this past June. At 97 years old, he jumped into Normie again. Uh, <laughs> <put up tandem laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was amazing. Right? You look up Tom Rice on, on Google. You'll find him. Yeah, yeah, so I, I we got, actually saw that picture. Yeah, it was amazing. So good to hear. And then we have our, uh, Richard McDonald, who was on uh, a destroyer escort. He was at the Battle of Lady Golf, uh, Iwo Jima and Okinawa, and his ship was kamikaze morning and night. Uh, his story is just you apart, and he can tell it like you won't believe. You'll be emotional after he's done talking, because he can bring it. Mm. And he's, he's a professor at a couple colleges, so he knows how to speak. He's just amazing. You'll love to hear nice. him speak. He's got his book coming out actually this month.
0: How exciting! Yeah,
1: it is. Excellent. And, uh, then we also have um, a Holocaust survivor and Tibor Spitz, yes. who you just did the podcast with. So I won't go deeper into that. <laughs> uh, we also have um, Man, uh, Dwayne Trowbridge, who is a uh, Marine from uh, Korean re- uh, time frame, and he had, fact he landed at Incheon, and he fought through the Chosen Reservoir battle, which is uh, just an amazing story in it uh, on its own. He shot twice, once in the head. Uh, so he's, he's a member of the chosen few. And then the, uh, we also have uh, Matthew uh, um, Matthew Royce there. Uh, I'm sorry, get the paper there. I missed his name.
0: It's quite the lineup. Yeah, well, I can't the imagine thing is, all these stories. You better have a box of Kleenex at every table. Oh, yeah. Times two. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's it. Uh, put-
1: yeah. It's a. Oh, I'm sorry, Royce Williams. And his story is amazing. Uh, his story was kept top, top secret for 50 years because he was on the USS Riskany and next door to Riskany was an uh, NSA ship and they were able to listen in on the uh, Russian pilots' uh, conversations. And then four planes were quite a place. Took off and he was one of the four, and then uh, one of them had engine trouble, so they turned back, and another one had to follow him back, and it only two of them out there. And uh, he ended up coming across seven MIGs, the Russian pilots, and uh, he ended up shooting four of them down. Which our jets were, uh, were less—you know—they weren't as, as good as the Russian MIGs. And uh, so it was amazing when he landed; he had 264 bullet holes in his plane. So they couldn't believe that he home alive. And, Some uh, people
0: are just meant to make it, aren't they? Yeah. Honestly. But, but they had
1: to keep the story quiet because uh, they didn't want the Russians knowing that uh, we could listen on their conversation. Of course. So then we got uh, Butch Pettit, uh, who is a, t- a Vietnam tunnel Rat, and the story is going to blow you away. He, he was there for 66 to really 67 uh, a year in Vietnam and uh, 25th uh, Infantry Division. And uh, believe me, he, he's got a raw story. <laughs> And then we finish with Leo Krzyzewski uh, Krzyzewski. uh He was a Green Beret Special Forces, and he was in on the first mission to final summon the in Dora Bora. Good golly. he was... Uh, uh, and then he was also wounded, seriously wounded, and one of his closest friends was killed in a, a rocket attack. Hi. So it's quite a story. Oh, my God. And then he's got a tremendous story of PTSD uh, at the end. I mean, hopefully his wife will bring forward that part of the story. I won't tell it right now, but it's uh, it had me crying when I got through reading it. Um, very emotional part of it mm. uh, with him and his wife. Mm. And uh, So it's it's a tremendous lineup. Uh, I, I just It's a no-brainer that people want to be there. It's just that we're... It's difficult to get the students to come because it's football season and it's uh, they're always on their games and stuff. So will, will, when a student does come to this event, they're in awe. They just they just don't know what they don't know, and unfortunate. And trying to get them is just a challenge. Yes. boy, when they get there, they 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 don't want to leave and they're quiet.
0: Yes, no doubt, no doubt. It's an event not to miss, and uh, we will definitely put the poster into the into the film as a slide. But yes. please go ahead and give a, do a shot of that and. Um, Gosh, guys, this is an event that you wouldn't want to miss. These are living stories, living history, that really, stories do change lives, and these are stories of lives changed, and it's our lives that are changed as a result of what these men have been through and are here to tell you about. I hope that you'll find inspiration from this conversation and that you'll make it to the
1: event. Thank you so much. Well, Bob. thank you, Ronnie, for for uh, letting us talk about it, and we just hope people come. It's just something you really don't want to miss. Indeed. Well, single-handedly wow. started that whole event. Uh, well, gross, you know what? I'll tell you this one together. story real quick, and you don't have to put this on if you don't want to. Uh, people ask me, how did you come up with the wow. name of the event and um, the title and everything? And I said, well, I would get visions in church. And um, and I had to struggle with it for like 2012. I'd already done like two events you know, in 05 and 06, you know, and you know, I was burned out from it and because uh, it took so much to put yes. it into it you know because i put 120 percent into it yes. <laughs> but anyways um i was struggling with it in 2012 that i wanted to do another event and i uh, wanted to do it right just i always take this each time we do an event and it's the last one i'll do it you know <laughs> because you have to put it all into it otherwise it just doesn't come out and uh, i was struggling with it and i didn't and my wife said uh, she wouldn't help me anymore if i didn't get about and i said you're right I said, uh, 'll bless you again if you bring them into it said, so I so I was struggling for a year trying to figure out what I should be doing he had given me visions and I didn't know what to do with it and um, he gave me the title god and country and he gave me the, uh, the C name which is called veterans honor to his glory he gave that to me church and then finally I, I couldn't stand it any longer I was just uh, going crazy trying to figure out am I supposed to do this or not and because uh, I knew the commitment required. Yeah. And finally, one day after, uh, at the end of church service, I sat alone and I uh, just told him, I said, you know, when you have your troubles, you, you give it to God. You, you let it. We as humans take it on and we think we can handle it and solve our problems. Well, you, you can't it's God that's going to guide you. He's going to to give you the the insight and the knowledge of how to conduct your life.
0: Our best efforts got us this far. Yeah, we need something else to make it different.
1: And so I finally just gave it to him. And all of a sudden, I said to him, God, if I'm supposed to do this, then it's going to be all about you. And as soon as I said that, he hit me like a Wow. And this was, wow. what was what was very tough to, you know, I was uh, nervous about is that my event was going to be uh, bringing these veterans into Duke Stadium and having the high school band, 200 members, playing patriotic music as they walk in. And, and being former state weekend, I was so scared that the, um, the weather would be terrible. And when he said he'd bless the event, I knew then that I had the confidence that I'd have to worry about a single thing. And that day we had the event it was 82 degrees out it's <laughs> a cloud in the sky so, ta-da. Ta-da.
0: high five homes good That's job
1: <laughs> thank you so much you. for all you're doing well i appreciate you letting me speak about it and trying to get the word out yes but well. it's all about this this event has got nothing to do with me so i just want people to understand it this is I don't want any light on this at all on myself. It's not me. It's, it's, uh, it, this light is on. It's on the t survivors and our veterans that fought for us. And uh, it's all about them. It's uh, yeah. I'm just behind the scenes. I
0: hear you. But if it wasn't for you, it wouldn't be happening. So there you well, go. Well,
1: you have to have to. Thanks for being more than what you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so thank you. you very much for all your well, time. Thank you uh, yeah. for, for doing yeah. it. And Rick, and thank you for picking it up here. My pleasure.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, one more wave from t uh, uh, Tibor. Yeah,
1: Tibor. Tibor more. One more on the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Soft t Tibor. Uh, one more soft I got them all in. <laughs> this, this is going to be one
0: yep. heck of an event. You don't want to miss it. No. Okay, no rabbit ears. <laughs> okay, Thanks. signing off. Cheers.